Sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left. No one listens when you say taxation is theft. But there's a place where people know harsh government brings tears. So grab some blue and Adrena Chrome. Let's make the timeline weird. Friends against government. Friends against government. Ah. They're your friends. Rothbard. Debunked. Your very Debunked. Best friends. Ah, me just debunking your favorite theorists theories bird debunks rothbard episodes one through ten yeah 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 that could be good yeah i don't see why uh, we wouldn't do it who would i take on after that that's the big question right is because mm. rothbard's an easy target right he's first oh, of all so you gotta you just gotta go to mark so you gotta go right back the other way i gotta go right to mark's okay uh, yeah see the thing right is there. there's a lot of people who are listening who are going you know mark's he's not a big challenge but like i don't know this guy has inspired hordes of douchebags you yeah, gotta get through true. them then you got to get through him, mm-hmm. boy. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate your confidence in me and 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 your your knowledge that I would go for both sides. As you oh, know. absolutely. Just yeah. debunk the entirety of human action. Yeah. <laughs> sentence by yeah. sentence, break down Mises's economic Requ- treatise. That would require I'd read it. <laughs> and I'm yeah. Not not planning on doing that anytime soon. <laughs> Couldn't get through the first two pages. And, and yet Murphy. economics and yet economics works anyway. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> It almost makes you wonder. <laughs> Bird the heretic over here. The economic heretic. I'm, th- I'm starting to really, I mean, especially when you spend 53 days in quarantine, you really start to realize economics doesn't exist. None of this is real. <laughs> Nothing exists. <laughs> oh, it's, I really, okay, I was thinking about it this way, and I think Carb, Car, you're an intellectual, so I know you'll appreciate this one. Yeah, right. For 53 days, I've, I've been living in Plato's cave. The shadows on yeah. the wall, I can't tell who's puppeteering them anymore. I don't remember the color of the sky. Um, all around me, people are being swept away from life and into death. And really, things have lost such a sense of meaning that I've finally been able to have a sober look at, first of all, a lot of my favorite books, realizing a lot of them are shit. Uh, Listen to some of my favorite music, realizing a lot of it is shit. Uh, yeah. You know, it's Listen, terrible. Bird, I've been actually meaning to talk to you about it because, you know, I have on occasion looked at a few of your tweets and I, I I've noticed the, the the frequency increasing actually over the course of There's time. There's a postmodern bent. It's getting <laughs> bleak. And I, I think you need to get out, get some exercise, maybe uh, realize no, you don't. You need uh, to get on some good SSRIs. What I was thinking was I was yeah, first of all I could use a few. Uh, and I mean <laughs> a, and I mean a few and I mean a few prescriptions. Um <laughs> I, I, if I could use that, and really what I think I could just use is some goddamn focus, um, because I haven't been able to accomplish a thing in my in my period of being exiled to Plato's Cave. Not a goddamn thing. Ha, ha, Car, how about you? How, I know that, and again, there's no easy way to say this, but as volleyball has been further swept and swept away, you know, into the past, what are you doing with your time? Because you really, you dedicated... What I would call a significant portion of your it's a time, yeah. dedication, 
to yeah. volleyball, and now we don't have that. It's been very frustrating, uh, to be very honest with you. Uh, we have because you been look, playing. you look back. It's been a season. It's it been a season of time. It's been a, a volleyball season of time. That is that is the quarantine duration has been one volleyball season of time. And yeah, it's been super frustrating. I've been we've been getting out and playing anyway. But without noobs, how is the rec league? How how is the how is the illicit rec league going? Good. Uh, I actually am on a losing tear right now. So that's actually been very frustrating. But uh, by well, I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate your honesty. Well, you know, I'm not going to come on here and bullshit about the volleyball standings. Like I can't do that. I'm a man. I'm a man of honesty, and I'm a you know I'm a man of integrity. Why start today? You know, the bottom line is I went out and I lost four or five the other day, and I and you know it's been kind of eating away at me. So. Oh, man. Yeah. A lot of L's. Brutal. Well, it's Clark Campbell taking a lot of L's. Uh, Aaron, GFY associate and uh, partnership, thanks for joining us again. Um, although it is mandated in your contract, what have you been doing to kind of pass the time, you know, now that the, the, the possibility of homelessness has also so been swept away because of the change of fortunes by your employment? What have you been doing lately? Um, well... It's funny you should mention employment. I've been working, um, not as much as before, but I'm still an essential motherfucker. Thankfully, so you're essential, right? So you're so they're, we they're couldn't exist. So they want. So the government expects me to believe. Car, listen to this. The government expects me to believe we couldn't get on without Aaron, right? In the mm. employment sector, and that's man, well, if that's not a if that's not a misallocation of resources, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds uh yeah it sounds like a stretch to me it sounds like they're stretching it a little bit but you know if they say so that's what yeah, a union is so. right that's what but unions do the good you don't like good union. vote harder yeah right, <laughs> right. <laughs> remember everybody to register um, to vote time's running out <laughs> no i've been working i've been uh hitting the little public park down the way it's not closed off cruising for muff no, no. I'm would not you out. take a mu- would you here's no. the question. Would you go would you dumpster dive at a time like this? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, really? I slum it no matter what. Yeah, you're a yeah, yeah, I love that. Really? So the year is nineteen eighty three and we hear on the radio there's this new disease that's coming around and it's just sweeping the nation. We all know what disease it was, where it came from and who made it, mm-hmm. right? No, we no need to, to hash say. over that. We know. We'll, we all we all and know. We'll, and we'll get to that. I promise you. <laughs> And we'll get to that one day. But we also, it's 1983, and Aaron, you're listening to the radio, and they tell you about the virus, and you say, I'm cruising for a bruising anyway. That's what you're- No, I would say I'm fucked because it only affects f***s. (laughs) 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 Spit the whole white claw out. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you to watch your language. Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh. All right. Well, off to Places, a roaring start Places. here on the uh, quarantine Friends Against Government podcast. Are we really even allowed to at this point say Friends Against Government anymore? Because really, what are we doing? <laughs> what no, are we activating? Bitching and moaning in our in our homes. Useless. <laughs> Useless. We're c- incapable. Aaron, are you actually going into work? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still have to, like, go make sure that the boilers aren't, like, blowing up and the cooling towers aren't flooding the fucking roof and going into people's spaces and shit. Like, 
all of my buildings, most of the tenants are gone, but there are a couple pharmaceutical companies. There's a couple logistics companies. There's a couple like um, high profile finance companies. And there's you. Yeah. And then did the, did the mask me in the making mix. sure that it all works, making sure that they're <laughs> that the temperature is at exactly the right fucking yeah, setting. God forbid. <laughs> yeah. God forbid. Sixty nine. Did the did nice did the mass exodus of people coincide with a flood of sexual harassment complaints or was that coronavirus related? That was coronavirus. Related oh, okay, okay, way. just make sure. I just... You can't pin that on me. So yeah, right. Well, unlike the late nineteen seventies Republican Party, <laughs> it, and this was <laughs> this was coronavirus related. Oh uh, shit! Good lord, um, boys! I have to tell you, so I'm watching some of my favorite YouTube channels. Some of the younger mm-hmm. fellas in the audience, you know, they may watch the same channels as me. And, you know, like I what do watch you think shows. Our, what do you think our youngest listener is? Who, who our youngest? Is that a 16? Is that a scary thought? 16. Hey, um, whoever's our youngest listener, mail in. You know, make a yeah. fake. I don't care. Make a fake Gmail. I don't, you know, I don't need to who know who you are. Just Whoever our be youngest, honest. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's mail in. We'll just email you back. <clears throat> fuck you. <laughs> Is he a la- car? Is he allowed to say "fuck you" to our fans? Aaron, Aaron's coming in strong, <laughs> and there's no other way to do it, really. So I guess I'm starting yes. to I think the that the yes merger. So I'm starting to think that the merger was a hostile takeover. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not liking that. Whoever's yeah. in our audience who's the, who thinks that maybe they're the youngest person in the audience, and and listen, if you're of the age of 18, you're not the youngest. I promise. I know people who listen who are younger than 18. So if you're younger than 18 mail in just tell us your age you don't got to give us a birthday just be like hey youngest listener potentially here i'm this age i would be interested to know because really anybody there's anybody under 27 really yeah shouldn't should don't. not be listening to this <laughs> or don't over contact me please and i feel i feel a lot like like those like kids that work at walgreens before they well they don't sell cigarettes at walgreens anymore but when they did like one of those kids who was under 18 but had to sell the cigarettes. I feel a lot like that producing this show, that even I'm too young for the content that sometimes mm. comes out of my mouth. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who the oldest is, too. I wonder. If That's a good one. Maybe we should. You know, here's what we need to start doing is collecting What's some that? data. Collect Absolutely. the data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, how would we... Because listen, yeah. we come from an audience that doesn't like to give up the goods very easily. No, libertarians I know. We've got to trick them. We've got to trick them. Libertarians, and especially the kind of libertarians we attract. Uh, it's called Kaczyns- Trojan. Kaczynskiites <laughs> yes. and, and, and Qureshis. The kind of libertarians that we manage to get, they don't like to give even their name. It's very difficult to get uh, people to email in. So how about this? Uh Whoever's the oldest person in the audience, mail in, email, friendsagainstgovernment, gmail.com. Mail in your age. I don't need a driver's license. I just need a, this is honesty. This is going to be honesty. If you're over 100, go fuck yourself. Get out of here. (laughs) You're too old. A century, for Christ's sake. We got an environment to take care of, stupid. What are you doing here? Uh, Criminy. And if you're under 70, fuck off. You're not even retirement age yet. Yeah. So if you're between the ages of 70 to 100, give us your age. Be honest. And whoever gets, whoever's the oldest, I'll send them a, I'll send them a personal message of my own choosing. I'll record it. 
and and whatever sounds you hear, you know, they're they're well, genuine. Who did the artwork for the original Fagcast? I did. Oh well, then why don't you just do some artwork? You have nothing. No, better. what do you do? What is this? Look at this. Yeah, <laughs> giving me a fucking job. No, I'll tell you what. I will tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do the artwork, but I will. I'll tell you what I, what I will do is maybe we'll come up with a, maybe we'll come up with something. Maybe we'll come up with a game. You uh, did a uh, heel turn on artwork like a year ago. I noticed it. It was very noticeable. I like, I remember, yeah. I remember like one time after you had finished like the whole thing, I was so impressed. And then like maybe six months later, I was like, Hey man, like maybe we should do some artwork for this. And you're like, yeah, I don't do art. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I had a goal in mind. Yeah, and the goal was it's accomplished. One, it's a one-time deal. Yeah, and it's yeah, maybe. Uh, well, anyway, look, if you're seventy between seventy and hundred years old, mail in, and I'll send you a sound effect uh, that you'll like. Cars over there eating. What are you eating? What do you got over there? A taco, man. Oh, nice. What are you putting in that? Yeah. Uh, this one's got chicken and uh, onions Chicorino. and peppers. Very nice. Cheese stuff. Oh yeah. man, Texy, Texy, Mexi. Very nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. My very lady nice. just made stuffed peppers. Ooh. Oh, very nice. A fantastic choice during quarantine. Uh, that's mm-hmm. been the only productive thing was the food has been... Yeah. Whew, it's been the best ever. I mean, I've... Been I've been cooking a lot. Dozens of pizzas over the span of the 53-day quarantine. Really, I, I've made six pizzas in 53 days, which is fantastic for me. Yeah. You got like 16-inch pie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Decent pie. Uh, sure. We did a... Uh, Got a meatballs. Did uh, Meep- just regular meatballs. Uh, yeah, stuff them with cheese. We call them Lucy Gooseys. Uh, hey, yeah, stuff them with uh, Parmesan and uh, and mozzarella, and uh, you know, eat that. So that's Very been good. good. That's been really good. So, um, Aaron, you're the closest person who I know to a, a geopolitical expert. Um, <laughs> that's which right. really strikes me. Uh, Kim Jong Un is dead, huh? What's going on with that? How do you is feel about this? Yeah, is he I think so. Is I th- I certainly believe so. I have to believe it. What le- what leads you to believe it? What leads me to believe it? The frequency yeah. and immediacy of reporting, um, okay. the confidence at which so many people have 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 really put their. I mean, this is like major journalism, and if you fuck this one up, your career could potentially take a big hit. So. Uh, mm. I, I, I'm tempted to believe it because, I don't know, enough people have put themselves on the line where I could go, oh, shit, maybe they're, maybe they're seeing something. Um, so I guess we got to work from the, because, okay, it seems that the two of you believe that that 36-year-old man was in great health. No. Is no. that the deal? No, I, I, I don't know. No, I don't. From what I heard, he was getting heart surgery or something. I don't know. I've, I, the only person I ever pay attention to with North Korea stuff is Michael Malice, just because he wrote a book on it. Uh-huh. And he's been there, and not a whole lot of people can say that. So yeah, I think he has like a unique insight into all this. And um, I haven't seen the latest, but um, as of yesterday or two days ago, um, he didn't know. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna keep pulling. Uh, what do you think? So let's say, let's 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 be honest. Let's game- <laughs> yeah, let's game theory here. He, he's not dead, right? I mean, like, you know, if, if if anything here, what is the possibility that this is the best time? The best time for you to, I don't know, what do, what do you want to call it? 
I don't think it matters what's going on in the rest of the world because you don't think so. It's North Korea, like you know. You don't think he took the opportunity instead of getting sodomized with a bayonet? Yeah, just getting out of there. Get onto a Chinese cargo tub, float (laughs) over to Venezuela, buy a nice house in the mountains. (laughs) Well, I think Hitler's probably dead now, right? At this. Oh, and be an old guy. I mean, he was in he was in superb shape. I know, but yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. But it's a uh, you know, it's North Korea. What do you, what more can you say? I don't yeah, know. It's and- uh, listen. It's it's could, listen. It could add a lot. That and we got UFO confirmation. Also, that's true. That was, yep. Listen, there's a lot of things. It's almost. It's I- like drinking from a fire hose, man. It's it's just too much, almost. There's a seals. The seals are being unsealed. There's something is happening. Yeah. There's a progression of insanity that soon I expect to see, like maybe a country like Ireland simply sink. You know? Yes, just disappear. I was actually disappear. thinking that earlier. Yeah, that will we will. What would tip you off to the apocalypse, car? What would be the minimum threshold point that would tip you off? Oh shit! There's an apocalypse. What would have to happen oh, to what scale? God, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's a great question. Maybe. uh, See, the problem is I don't know the Bible, so I wouldn't know. You know, I mean, let's just call it an end times event. It doesn't have to be a themed one. Okay, so this one's like an all play like anybody. Yeah, yeah, whatever you think is the most likely. Yeah, yeah. The Gentiles field of of play. Uh, Whatever you think potentially could be the most world ending thing. I mean, world ending. I don't mean an economic collapse. You know what I mean? I. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it would have to be something, or I don't know if it would have to be, but I think I would look to something cosmic, like you know, some. You think it would be cosmic and not nuclear? Bananas, not... shit. Yeah. Really? Okay, like a gamma ray burst. <clears throat> I don't know, or like just like a meteorite that like explodes. I don't know, like you know, whatever. Who who cares? Just some wild ass space shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. So it'd have to be pretty big. You know, you wouldn't think the world was ending until you you really started seeing some big stuff. You're such a skeptic. Too much of a skeptic. And this is why you don't believe in Kim Jong-un's death, because you're not willing to, you know, live in a freer world. You're really litigating a case against uh, against me when I never really took a position. It's pretty <laughs> telling. I think I texted you at maybe like a <laughs> midnight a hour or something like chair. that. And you <laughs> and and I received a response. He's not dead. <laughs> yeah, I did. I sounds like I said he, he's he was chilling with Tupac in Jamaica or something. Yeah, he's chilling. Yeah, Tupac and Big in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's who it was. Yep. You know what would tip me off? What's that? Uh, if a person that got universal support. Oh, you mean like an antichrist figure, like like yeah. like somebody who who you know what I'm talking about. I under so someone who manages to gather global consensus. Ooh. Yes. Okay. I yeah, like that. I, that's uh, that's yeah. actually a lot better than mine. To be completely honest with you, you know glad that I'm guy. Glad Aaron's here. That guy I wasn't, gets killed. I, I was not glad sure. that Aaron was here until that comment, but now I'm glad he's here. You, that was the insight that you were looking that's for. That's the insight. That actually might be my sign. That might be my sign. <laughs> that might be it. Have, be, guy, being glad that Aaron is, an, is on our podcast again. That's my, that, that's my yep. apocalypse sign. Get to your bunker. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. This is pleasant. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I want to believe. I want to believe. I've been watching a lot of Doomsday Preppers. You guys yeah. watch this TV show? Nah. This is car. This is right up your alley. Is it? Yeah. It's, uh, 
you have a taste for the whimsical, you know? There's yes, a there's a whimsical I'm... quality mm-hmm. to you that sort of like jokes that are said with a straight face is funnier to you than jokes that aren't. And yes. and Doomsday Preppers, if you ever Aaron, are you familiar with the show Doomsday Preppers? Not familiar with the show, no. Okay. It so it's uh everybody knows what prepping is, everybody knows what the Doomsday is. That's what the show's about. The but, however, there's just a few things that go on in the show. That really tip you off to what the the producers are looking for you to feel. So, gotcha. for example, they'll give you a very serious group of characters, right? So there was this one group. They were in Alaska, Fairbanks. Shout out to Fairbanks. Shout out to the Damn Woods. They went yep. up to the Damn Woods, um, and it was like ten guys, and they were all like Green Berets, former Green Berets, and they all were practicing like you know military, like crazy shit, crazy shit for the apocalypse. These guys were nuts. Yeah. These were the militias that left left leaners tell you about are be, are like the not like these guys were nuts. So they, they go out to the woods. And- a lot more than that, my friend. <laughs> a yeah. lot more. A lot of yeah, judo judokan and other and other such techniques are being okay. used here, applied. And so they go into the woods and they survive like it's the most unbelievable thing you could ever imagine. The way that they've done this, like these guys single-handedly could have won the Vietnam War for us. You would, it, it's an incredible thing. And then what deployed. they do is they go, okay, so now we're going to go to the next group. And they, and they play it like, okay, this is, a, you know, this is a sequential show, so we'll show you a few people each show. We'll show you what a few people are doing each time. But, that, but they go to two groups. And the first group is the Alaskans. The second group is... I guess they went non-contiguous for it. It's Hawaii. Ah. So what do we know about Hawaii? It's a fucking lovely place to to live, obviously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We also know there's a tremendous homeless population in Hawaii. Huge. Probably because a lot of people do what these folks were doing, which now the show and focuses on these two folks. I don't remember the guy's name. His name was Mike or something. It was a normal name. He looked like my uncle. It was really odd, actually, because I could imagine my uncle doing quite the same things he was. And then there was this woman named Rachael. Uh. And this is where it begins for me. Uh, these two, for, the, for lack of a better term, I would describe them as neo-paganists. Okay, uh, very good, very good. Do you know what I, I mean? Get, I get I, lost in all the neo and non-neo. And <laughs> okay, well, neo, think about it this way. As think about it this way. Neo, I'm like, God, think about it this knows, way. Really. They're, 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 they're people who you know practice like divination and and like believe in that the trees have souls except yeah, sure. today that's the neo today <laughs> what is there any neo that doesn't believe roughly that i'd have to think about it <laughs> i'd have to think about it there's probably a few there's probably yeah. a few but so these yeah. people are basically um star children as okay. may you know what i mean neo and star children neo star child Okay. And they, so Mike and Rachael, they're both white as can be, by the way. These are Aryan people, by the way. These are like, these yeah. are absolutely white as snow, blue eyes, blonde hair. Both of them. Rachael has got the craziest boob job I've ever seen. It's, it's prominent. Prominent. Okay. So on top Great. of that, she's built like an oxen. Okay. The you know what I mean? So she's powerful. She's yeah. powerful. And Mike is less powerful, but he's like sort of the emotional sympath of the group. So these Does two... Does he have any plastic surgery going along with him? No, he doesn't have any plastic surgery. I'll tell you what, he had a fantastic forehead. Okay. Fantastic forehead. No need for plastic surgery. Very and good. And so he so this guy, these two, rather, the Rachael and Mike, they go out into the Hawaiian I don't know what you want to call it, the outback. Because their big fear, what they're prepping for is a 
as far as I remember, some sort of tsunami, obviously, because you live in Hawaii, right? And you're, and you're bums, so you won't leave Hawaii, so you're going to stay in Hawaii, so you need to figure out a way to live in Hawaii. So they go, okay, what's the thing that's going to kill us? It's going to be one of two things, I guess, the volcanic activity or the tsunami. And the funny thing is, you really got to choose a direction to go in, depending on which one's happening. If the tsunami's coming, you got to go up. If the volcanoes coming you got to go down so yeah they decide tsunami's the big threat they travel up to the volcano and these two are useless they're hopeless they have no food no water stored no security nothing they speak to the trees they believe that so mike gets a cut as he's walking rachael prays to his foot cleans up the wound and says you know believe it'll get better and it'll get better this was their plan so this is the kind of stuff the show does doomsday preppers it puts these very serious alaskan barbarians people and and versus these star children and it's a fantastic experience car it's a lot of whimsy uh another great thing is so like okay so they're prepping for you know tsunamis or whatever right let's let's say terrorist attack that's a big one everyone's afraid of right prepping for terrorist attacks so they go through the whole episode of this guy is prepping for terrorist attacks and at the end of the episode after they give him his score because everything is scored by how well you prep and how long you can survive so this is part of the game show aspect of it and basically by the end of it the voiceover guy will go so, uh, you know, uh, there's only uh, 3,000 terrorist attacks every year, and most of them happen in the Middle East. In fact, since 2000 and blah, 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 there hasn't been a terrorist attack on the new, you know, so they basically what they do is by the end of every single section of the episode, the voiceover guy comes in and completely undermines the entire foundation of what the people are prepping for. That sounds, that sounds great. <clears throat> that sounds, that, you hear that it, does and every time it burns. It just burns, yeah. and it's fantastic. So this is the show that I've been occupying myself with recently, and i got to tell you, I picked up a lot of good tips. Bird, as you know, I have a near-bottomless lust for whimsy, so this does sound like it might be something that might satisfy that. I, it's definitely yeah. a show that you should look into, and maybe we should formulate our own doomsday prep show because I there's some good there's some good ideas that come out of this show, right? Uh, one guy lived resources. one guy lived in a listen to this one a repurposed septic tank that was good. Uh, nice. What was he what was he hiding from nuclear waste? You say no 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 economic collapse. He wanted to go into the ground because he figured the dollar was going to crash. Very good. That was an Very interesting good. one to watch. I think I follow about 700 people uh, like-minded on Twitter. That's a thing, man. I have noticed one thing that I have noticed is the Doomsday Preppers TV show group that they accumulate, these people who I can only call a group. They are kind of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, most of them are people that would follow me on Twitter. It's fantastic. I, I really do feel like, in fact, it's good because I have this kind of connection. Some of these fellows who are prepping out there even the ones who are prepping the way these people are which is really not serious the tv shows obviously joke most i mean except for the few serious ones which are only there to kind of pierce the joke a little more you know um but it's good to know that this is the community this is the television show that my community would be producing yeah Um, (laughs) yes a bunch of dummies in the woods (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> surviving for a few months and not thinking much further. And I'm really happy about that because it's a lot better than some of the other TV shows on, on television. That's true. So that's what that's I've been true. occupying my time watching. And Carl, really, again, I recommend the TV show to you, Doomsday Preppers, and anybody else who uh, who wants to watch it. Yeah, I'll check that out. I'll check that out. What uh, what What is it on? It's on Netflix. You can get it on mm. Netflix. They only got one oh, season, shit. but it's it's eight episodes of a ride, a real ride. 
That's oh, awesome. it's you know fantastic. What, you know what show I watched on Netflix recently? What's that? Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> what, is, what is that? Wait a minute. It's, I, feel I like... hesitate. I hesitate. To ask. <laughs> I feel like I. It's a reality show. Yeah. Oh, no. All of these marginally retarded, like, <laughs> supermodels. Oh, have, no. That have never had a relationship before. Oh, okay. no. They all go to an island with um, interpersonal relationship. And the stipulation is there is a prize pot of $100,000. But in order to gain that prize, you need to not kiss, heavy, heavily pet, or fuck any of the other any of the other guests. What? If you do, then you get money taken out of the the communal pot. Hmm. So every time, hold on. Now I'm a little I'm a little lost, Aaron. I'm going to ask you to clarify one aspect of the TV show for me before we continue. Are they all supermodels? I'm confused. They're all model worthy, if not like. Are they ma- male I, I know, like, and female quite a few and of them are Instagram models? Yes, male and okay, female. Okay, so it's a, we have a variety of, of genders and sexes to choose from. Oh, yeah. Okay, and a so these individuals a sexual and, and, cornucopia for and when you like, use the and when you use the word retarded, yeah, do you I, mean I, I clinically? Was hung up on that. <laughs> is there a no, clinical aspect retarded. to that diagnosis? Oh, so marginally. So there's a geogra- it's, this is a geographic notion. <laughs> All right. So so there's a bunch of stunads. <laughs> let's let's use the the gender specific stunads. Uh, and they and it's so it's 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 the real world, right? It's kind of like the real world, except no fucking instead of lots of fucking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they have these relationship workshops, and none of them. I don't think any of them like left that island any better off. <laughs> so the end of the show you're like uh, you're you're expecting them to have like all this personal growth and to uh-huh. realize that like there's more to there's more to the opposite sex than 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 sex mm-hmm. and that it just doesn't happen ah, so no, you, you've been watching this this no. entire time like hoping maybe you'll see a glimmer of like some mature like maturing out of any of them and it, it just doesn't happen actually i don't want pussy anymore <laughs> yeah. some like enlightened the marginally retarded british supermodel <laughs> some, yeah. some enlightened moment of time yeah. so aaron how old are we what's like the age range here oh the age range is from like early 20s to maybe late 30s okay oh, that's they're a all big banging. spread they're all banging. Any brothers and sisters? Do they do anything weird? Any weird sex going on? Like, what's what's the weirdest thing? No, but thing like that's one of them thought that they could. So there's cameras all over the place. Yeah, sure. And uh, they all sleep in like they they all sleep in separate beds. <laughs> they all have to room. sleep in the same sleeping bag. That's the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot. It's just twenty five <laughs> people in the same sleep. The same, like I would have like, like a cracker barrel size sleeping. It's bag. like hundred and forty degrees. It's absolutely boiling in there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be man there's there's our whimsical show right there <laughs> <laughs> just ridiculous it's it's, no, a, it's, like it's literally a regular sneak a blow job it's a regular in every other way it's it's not even the real world they're allowed to go home whatever but every <laughs> night have, like, to sleep some, some name for it like like all right it's 10 p.m. everybody has to go to the bag <laughs> <laughs> not 
with the bag and somebody is hitting a cowbell. No, but it's never like it's never like a it's never a big deal. Like people just kind of go and like and then just like it goes to commercial and then it comes back and the next day. And everybody everybody's crawling out of it. That they'll lose all the money if they even mention the bag. Everybody, there's people in the middle of the night crawling out of it. People are pissing on themselves. They can't get out. There's a stench. Hose out the bag every morning. It's it's a boy. It's like it's like the inside of you. You can see him. You can see him like in the background, like on the on the beach. Some like technician is like hosing out the bag. It's like the inside of a used flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. It's like sticking your hand into it's like sticking your hand into a rubber glove someone else has used. <laughs> Everybody they're pulling they have to get like the camera crew to pull people out of it every morning cuz they they they're literally they're literally molded together. Oh, that would be a good one. It's just yeah, called the bag. <laughs> the bag that's the name of the series. The series is just called the bag. I'm telling you it's a regular TV show except for the fact that they got to go and sleep in that bag every night. <laughs> All these hot Instagram models with like open sores. Yeah, they're con- <laughs> uh, good. That's really stupid. That is bad. Yeah, but that's really the level a lot of these shows are operating at. <laughs> there really is this level that a lot of these shows are operating at. It's sick. Really is tremendous. Oh, so, Aaron, so what do they like? What is the pool? Like, what are we starting at? Like, what is the pool of your show? I mean, your your show that you've been... Which, for by the way, I'm not going to let... We have to get back to the fact that you were watching this. I know. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. <sighs> oh, it was a hundred grand. Oh, that's not bad. How long? Yeah. Um, I want to say it was like six or eight weeks. That's a but long time. all of these people have never gone without sex for like more than a day or two. They're They've like, never been they're probably, single. They've <laughs> they're probably actually nymphomaniacs, like mm. legit, like mental problem oh, okay. wise. Uh huh. Jesus. Well, that's, that's funny. Like I mean, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I was now, Car. I know we were just talking about you know if, if there was a show like that, but I was thinking for a while that we should probably adopt one of these TV shows as like a thing that we you know watch. when well when you know when such and such occurs at such and such date at such and such time you know maybe we could yeah. integrate such and such into you know part of you know the Wednesday program is maybe every once in a while we'll do a I don't know this week in you know the real housewives yeah, yeah. of Juneau, Alaska, you know right check <laughs> you know in just I mean? do a check in just do a drive by yeah. check in on what's going on in, in Juneau. right and we talk about oh my god Margaret she's pregnant and we're pretty sure it's her brother Dave's you know what I mean because we, we, oh, we're pretty sure it happens in the bag it's because it's Juno <laughs> yeah but being in the bag in Juno wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> No, you're right. The that's bag, true. That's true. You, that's the true. bag is a it's it's like a rotating geography thing, and you want to nail it in the cold climates because if you nail it, if you get called up, if you get called up for Daytona Beach, it's gonna be a tough one. It's gonna be a real tough go. Yeah, fucking the Easter Island bag. Yeah, <laughs> it's the middle of the Pacific. There's no one for fucking hundreds of miles. Yeah, that yeah. would be good. That would be good. Yeah, I think we should. 
If, uh, hey, listeners, again, email in friendsagainstgovernment at gmail.com. We are starved for topics, as you can imagine. You know, it's crazy (laughs) that we're so starved for topics, but there's nothing going on in the quarantine. Um, Yeah. Why don't you mail in and tell us, you know, hey, this reality TV. I'll go back and watch the first season of Jersey Shore. I don't care. I think something maybe more whimsical than Jersey Shore, although that is a fantastic show. Give us whimsy. I have ideas, Carr, of shows we could watch. In fact, there's this one show. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, somebody in the comments section let me know. Uh, it's basically like, oh, it's called Fat Guys in the Woods. <laughs> so I mean, like something uh, I would make up. <laughs> it's, it's basically the bag, except instead of you go into a bag, a bunch of fat guys go into the woods. They go to the woods. <laughs> yeah. And they That's our series. Like we, we we have a series of shows, and they're all just the and something really mundane. The bag, the, bag. the woods, the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could maybe we could try maybe doing an episode review of. Uh, Fat Guys in the Woods. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. It's a fantastic yeah. show because it is just these useless fat guys. Like, listen, mm-hmm. not every fat guy is you. There are some corn-fed, you know, Iowa uh, Iowa-bred oxen yeah. of of mm-hmm. men who who walk around, and they're about 600 pounds, and they usually join the NFL. But for those who are like from areas like such as you know, such as me and myself. Areas like Queens, which, you know, they make you weak physically, though they do sharpen the mind. Physically, you know, you're not going to be able to cut wood with your mind. You're not going to be able to set up a tent with just your mind. So, you know, it's taking these uh, eunuchs, really, a lot of them look like. They're like eunuchs. And taking them yeah. into the woods and, t- and teaching them how to survive. It's a pretty fantastic experience. There's one guy, his name was Bubba. He was like 600 pounds. And he taught the other guys how to build a Polynesian barbecue, which as far as I understand it, to his understanding, a Polynesian barbecue is when you dig a hole in the ground and put the fire in the ground. Yeah, it's a pit barbecue. Yeah. I've never heard of that. I don't know. Is it Polynesian? So you're familiar. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a southern thing. Well, it's a, a lot of islands do it, too, but it's a southern thing, too. Oh, okay. So Bubba was te- – was, there was some true – Knowledge to a bubble. Yeah, I mean, saying. judging by the man's first name, uh, geographically speaking, I wouldn't be surprised if we shared a common, uh, you know, home state. Right. Perhaps so, a Carol- one of the Carolinas, maybe. One of the Carolinas, it sounds like. One I mean, the Carolinas. Yeah. Well, that's be. good. <clears throat> that's good. So we got to, I think we should pick up one of those TV shows because. We definitely should. I got to tell you, man, it is a time of recording the 28th, a time of release the 29th. New York's not opening until the 15th of May, which would be a Friday in quite a lot of weeks, maybe three weeks. Yeah, we're going to enter a unique situation here, uh, and, and and I wouldn't be shocked if that situation extended a little bit further than that, where potentially oh, I'm, yes. I, I'm completely unlocked and, and you are still in the midst of quarantine. I will quarantine. be locked. I will be locked. I think we're thinking... because, And I hate to... You know, I'm going to have to... I mean, I'll announce it now. I'm not going to Childerberg, unfortunately. That's off. Yeah. We're going to try and re... We're going to try and re... <laughs> reorganize something I, I know we will but i'm not saying childerberg is off by the way childerberg as far as i understand it is very much still happening so, it's on unless we get you know we're going and like because there's there's just so many local people that we're all going to go right regardless so uh, uh, unless unless they physically shut the park yeah the childerberg um, event is going on until jacob releases a newsletter that says it yeah. is not going on at which point and, we will all let you know on twitter by the way so 
Yeah, and, and if it's if it gets canceled, I think we're going to do something else at a different location. The problem is that D- Jacob's like submitted paperwork and stuff for this park, so like right. we can't go. We can't just go right. break in and like you know they're going to know <laughs> Jacob's going <laughs> right. to get in trouble. Right. So that's still so. happening. I unfortunately am not going though. I hope we can probably try and plan something for the uh, fall months up by where you are, Car. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, not where you are now, but where you are from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see if we can do that. But um, yeah, we're, we're, we are going to get to a point where, and, and I, like I said, so May 15th is when the um, social distancing guidelines of New York City are supposed to be lifted by Andrew Cuomo. I have a feeling that's not going to be more like until June 15th. Yeah. Um, until and, November. Uh, I wouldn't. Well, I think we'll probably get through the summer, but I wouldn't be shocked. Wouldn't be shocked if this was just a thing New York did now. They're going to drag um, it on till the election. I'm telling you right now. Would not be surprised. Would not be surprised. Well, I think we're going to be unlocked before June, but I think the guidelines are going to persist and kind of be an annoyance, which, you know, whatever. I mean, if you live in New York, you have a different opinion. Car, we've talked about this. But, you know, if you live in New York, you're living in a totally different experience than the rest of the country, as I'm finding out while, uh, looking at Twitter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a very odd situation where car, you're allowed to be free and I'll simply be asking, you know, what color is the sky? Yeah. You know, yeah. What does, what does it feel like to, to breathe, you know, clean air, you know, so I'll be, yeah, you know, but I'll you be, didn't uh, know that even before this, right? Yeah. Not from Queens. Yeah. <clears throat> you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, you're right again. Astute, uh, observation there, Aaron. And Thank so, you. yeah, I, you know, I, the water's good. I guess I'll I guess I'll 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 have to take comfort in that. You know what I've been doing actually? I've been reading a lot about this concept. It's called hyper reality. See, I'm getting very postmodern. Yeah, um, neo, if you will. One would potentially say that. So I've been reading about this concept of the hyper reality, which is sort of a state uh, in in which a human being experiences uh, uh, a reality which is indistinguishable from other non-realities. So basically, in the long and short, it's like the idea of an augmented reality. So mm-hmm. here's my very sad, this is sad, this is sad what I've been doing. I have a speaker, a Bluetooth speaker. What I do is I put it on the windowsill outside of the window, facing inwards towards the room, and I play nature sound effects into my room from oh, the outside boy. so that I can, you know, kind of... Remember your reality. Augment, hyper my reality, if if you will. And I'll tell you, I fell asleep with it on, and I woke up, and it was still going, and I forgot that it was on, and I was like, man, the birds are really loud today. So yeah, I experienced but that was actually pretty nice. I experienced the hyper reality, and I was like, you know what, I'm doing that more because if I don't, I'm gonna shoot myself in the face. Yeah, but you can't I'm gonna have to acquire a weapon <laughs> to shoot myself in the face. And then I'm going to have a weapons charge, a shooting yourself in the face charge, a suicide charge, a lot of charges. Yeah. Yeah. I so, can't tell if you would be more or less sad if you just downed a handful of SSRIs. Buddy, the amount of, I'll tell you, the consumption of a, of a litany of substances, and I've told this to Carr, has been astronomical. Oh. The, mm-hmm. the, the, oh. the, the amount of substances that have been consumed in this household by me and myself <laughs> and, and, and me has been oh, yeah. so tremendous, so out of control that I really, I don't know what it's going to be like to, I'm telling you, I'm in Plato's cave. 
The shadows yeah. are the reality I see at this point. It's it's one of the strangest things. And of course, I'm over exaggerating here for effect. But this period of time has been one of the strangest periods of time that I've ever had to go through. And it's it has, just yeah. You, you, I, and I mean yeah. I mean you guys down there. I already know it's more lax than it is. Yeah, for sure. Up yeah, here, I don't it's, think it's, it's it, it. Where I'm, where I'm at, it's comparable to New York, I guess. Is it? You think so? I mean, you. Where are your numbers? Because our numbers are indisputably a scary set of numbers. I mean, no matter what you think of and car, we've you know Massachusetts is like the third hardest hit state. Oh, is it really? That's enough. That's enough. Yeah, that's enough for you to be like, ooh, that's spooky. I know uh, uh, the town of Cambridge just mm. made masks mandatory, subject to like a hundred dollar fine or something. Um, hmm. There's just there's nobody really protesting anything that I know of. No, not here, not here. It's just, but this is what I was telling Carr is it's a different reality here. Yeah, it it the protesting here would not win any favor. It no. wouldn't persuade, any, and the point of a protest is to persuade, not to virtue signal, right? You don't go out to protest to show that you believe something. You go out to yeah. protest to change people's minds. If you just go out to protest to show that you believe something, you know, you're only doing it for yourself, and that's... Uh. Yeah, I guess I guess a proper way to, for me to think about it, like, here... He, there you can are, protest. There death, you can death protest. Death way down, the, but... I could go back three weeks when things were still ramping up and I could apply that fear and then magnify it because of how crazy it was there relative to here and say, yeah, like if people were protesting during that time, it wouldn't have been nearly as well. received. It may not have. Yeah. And it may now, not have. now here it's like people are it's like, a, dude, what in the hell is going on? Cause uh, I think yeah, we right. had like 600 deaths in a state of 30. We're the second That's biggest crazy. state in the nation. We're 30 million <laughs> yeah. people or 29 right. or something like that. And, uh, and like, nobody knows anybody with COVID. Like I, I know nurses that have, that have had symptoms and tested negative for COVID. And, and now it's crazy. I know, I know five people who passed away from it. Oh my God. I didn't know that. Jeez. All elderly, except for one. Yeah, sure, sure. And actually three of them, I think what they term it is COVID, um, complications. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them were directly COVID. Three of them were COVID complications. One of them was under 50. The rest were over 50, more like 70. So, I mean, even still, I'm the only person you know who knows people with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I truly, I don't know anybody in my. It, it's just, but that's just something weird, right? That's just weird to me. Is well, why are you <clears throat> locked down when all yes. you can say is that the only people that you know who know people with it are already in lockdown? Yeah, that's right, the yeah, point of lockdown, right? right? Again, three weeks ago, I think the Texans were a little bit up. Listen, I think the Texans are always a little bit uppity, and that is in their nature. And yeah. Carr, you being an honorary Texan at this point, that is in your nature as well. I'm an uppity and, boy. And you know, at the You've drop of a culture. At, yeah. at the drop of a suggestion by you know the local sheriff, hey, maybe stay inside. Texans, you know, they start to get very upset, and I appreciate yeah. it. I really do. But three weeks ago, maybe you could go. Let's stay inside for a little while. You know, we could. We're adults. We can stay in for a little while. Well, yeah, I mean, the the I don't have any problems with like being Today, like, looking at looking at dumpster fires going on around you and being like, hey, let's like like take it easy no, for a little bit. As long as there's no like <laughs> laws or lockdown, but being like, hey, yeah. let's like not necessarily like smooch strangers for a little while. And that would probably be the most fitting approach for where you're at. And I'm telling yeah. you, if if Texas was being inundated the way New York City was, Texans would look at one another and go, okay. We have to apply yeah, a different thing here. It's just yeah. weird to me that we're in this system where, where, like, Texas should be open tomorrow. It just doesn't make sense. 
It's just, yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I don't, it should be open already. You, you, you guys are fine. You're more or less fine. Your hospitals, and that's the other thing. Your hospitals aren't even that overwhelmed to begin with. No. Ours are always overwhelmed. Right. Yeah. I think they operate always. at like 60 or 70% capacity here, which is pretty low. It's about 85 over here. Yeah. Yeah. Closer to maybe which 90. Makes, um, which is enough when you talk about f- flattening a curve. The only reason we had to flatten a curve is because we didn't have enough beds in the first place. Which yeah. You didn't, have, you you didn't have a curve to go to. You guys <laughs> were already right. at the ceiling. <laughs> we had to create the curve before we could <laughs> you flatten to create the, 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 the curve. curve. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, so far it looks like we're going to start opening up in a few days here on Friday. And uh, you got to tell me what then, it's like. <laughs> what's the that? Outside. You have to tell me what it's like. You have to remind me. Yeah. All the good times. We'll see. I mean, my, my concern is that they're ramping up testing at the same time, which is fucking stupid. A, for... for the, are, oh, are you concerned about the, the fact that the, the confirmed cases are going to inevitably yes. go up and scare everybody? They're of course <laughs> going to go up. And it's yes. so irritating. Because it's but like that's going to happen I've everywhere. Like, I've been shouting about for so but, long. And I yeah, know. but everybody knows that. But you guys no, know that, right? You have to. You have to know that I, now, right? I, I think that people know it, but when they hear the media repeat it, it's very, very difficult for them not to take that, at least take that into consideration. It's for them to think rationally. Like, I, I, and, uh-huh. I, and I've gone through this, like, I've talked to my parents about this and stuff like that. You know, just pe- like people that are just so addicted to listening to the experts and addicted to listening to the news. I think it's very difficult. And I, like, I will convince them. And my, my, I mean, my dad's an engineer. Like the, my parents are smart people and, uh, and, and I'm like, well, you know, I laid out a case and I'm like, Hey, this, 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 and this, that makes sense. And everything's held more or less true. And, but then they'll be like, yeah, but it's a really nasty virus. And I'm like, based on what? <laughs> and, uh, and you know, it, and so around and around it goes, but you're having a conversation I mean, of it's raining outside. We can't go outside. We might get hit by lightning. It's like, we won't get hit by lightning, but if we do, it'll hurt a lot. Right. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. you're, con- you're conflating. Yeah. You're conflating mis- a lot of different let's things. Be, and- let's be messy. And the value of life too is subjective. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing is like only I can value my life. You know I mean? Well, and, you and can those- also be like, well, come on, you guys are, you guys are over exaggerating this, which is kind of your personal stepping in and saying, come on, take the risk with me. Yeah, no, you know, you know what I mean. When it comes out that this virus is um very contagious, but less of a death, less less yeah. of a, less fatal than the regular th- flu, then I mean that's subjectivity plays a part, and yeah. you're going to see a lot of disagreement from people that s- just eat up what the experts say and people that are skeptical. Yeah, and I mean yeah. I think that's what I think that's like a lot of what I believe and, and you know, and it's been, I wouldn't say conclusively confirmed, but the, certainly like the initial test where they're taking 3000 random people, like the one in New York where they, you know, 25% of the people were, t- were or 21% of the people or whatever it was, were testing positive for antibodies. And that's not, that's not 40, 50, 60 where you're that's like, nuts, okay, right? Isn't that crazy? Me- <sighs> What's that? That's crazy. That, that I heard that the other day too. Is it 25? Apparently they said, yeah, it's, tw- it's, now it's, now in it's the 20s. Like 30%. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and and so you're like, well, you you need to move the mortality rate decimal over mm-hmm. two period, you know, two decimal, or, you know, or whatever it is, and then it's like, how deadly is this thing really? And it, anyway, round and round we go. But uh, know, I'm, yeah, I'm actually it's, taking it's, I'm, uh, I'm taking an antibody test tomorrow. So oh, um, sick, 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 sick. Yeah, you don't have it. I'll know if I had it. Have you oh, seen the, oh, uh, right, the actual you, swab tests that they do? You put yeah, it in those, your that's brain. Crazy. I'm taking a yeah, I'm um, taking a blood te- a, a finger prick test. 
So I don't understand the need to put it up in the up into the brain. Yeah, that's oh insane. I don't, I don't care for that. I don't about that one. Well, Car, and here's the thing. Even if you do test positive for it, you might not have had it at the time you thought you did. You might be asymptomatic, which would be kind sure. of cool. Well, um, I didn't know. Because I, I, I will tell you, I, I will tell you, I do see, and you see this, and in New York, I bet you it's even bigger than it is wherever you are. But every, but the first thing that everybody says is, I think I had this. Yeah. You know, it's cope, well, right? It's the it's the most like, well, I, I think I had it. I think I had it, yeah. so I won't get it, right? Because you can only get it once. There were, there were a number of people in my close circle of friends who were like Ooh, alarmingly, got the thing. Sick. Mm-hmm, alarmingly mm-hmm. sick for like a month. You know, yeah. I, you know, and, and I think there was a round in late December and around in February where, um, you know, my personal my friends like in Fort Worth, my meat space friends uh, uh, were were like really sick. Now, that's not conclusive. that's super anecdotal, but it is to say that I was around them and one of them was my girlfriend. And obviously, if yeah. she had it, I, you know, obviously had it and, and I yeah. never had any symptoms, so it would have been asymptomatic. But right. uh, it's, it's, it's know, good. It's fine. It's everybody has their anecdotes because like. What I, I think what really we should be learning from uh, this is that, that anecdotes work perfectly fine when you're talking about policy because policy should be as local as possible. And so yeah. the anecdote should really apply to the policy as, right. as yeah. possible. I mean, every single person is like, yeah, I think I yeah. probably had it. Like, I'm yeah. fine to risk it, you know, and that's, yeah. that should be fine. O- over around here, um, I don't think anybody that I know would say we overreacted. In New York, if you live in New York... Like in yeah. the city, in Queens, especially the most inundated borough. Mm-hmm. I don't know a single person who's going, man, we overreacted. Because yeah, honestly, Carr and Aaron, the, the, we shut down before the government told us to. <laughs> Everybody was like, yeah. nah, we're not doing this. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm thinking more like June, but uh, I'm going to be strapped for topics. So again, email in. Let us know if you're the oldest person in the audience. I don't want to hear from anybody under 70. Let us hear if you're the, un- the youngest person in the audience, only under 18. Uh, you'll both get, well, the younger the, the younger than 18s, maybe we'll do artwork for you guys because uh, we've got to keep it, you know, PG. So we'll make a nice piece of artwork. And if you're 75, I'll send you a sound effect. And no raisins over 100. Yeah. Get out of here. Go get your pension, old lady. Really, yeah. if you're over 100 years old and you're listening to this show... Actually, that makes sense. That makes sense because you're not learning anything, but you really don't need to either. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a perfect match in in many ways. Yeah, you're right. We are the perfect podcast for your golden years. Yeah. Anything you want to email in, send us a picture of the book you're reading. Mm. That's a good idea. Ladies, send us a picture of the book you're reading. Boys, send us a picture of your toothbrush. Friendsagainstgovernment.com. (laughs) <laughs> not friends against government.com. <laughs> we, do, we don't own that domain. <laughs> we should. Can we look into that? Can we look into yeah, owning maybe. that domain? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, well, let's, uh, Car, um, I'm going to start applying some Purell to my hands. Why don't you tell us how many hands need to be on the wheel? Aaron, um, also, actually, before you do that, Car, Aaron, I need like our weekly budget. How are we doing? Do we make any profits this week? Um, what are we running on? Profits are down. Good. This fiscal quarter is not looking very good. Very good. I, very good. And very and, good. and and Carl, what's the deal with the buying all the baked beans on the company credit card? Hey man, gotta have them. Gotta have them. Gotta have them around. Gotta have them around for. Can we for afford all that, Aaron? Can we afford that? Twenty four percent interest. How can See, you? Not- yeah. So for every uh, four sets of baked beans that I buy, that robs Bushes. Aaron of one. Bushes. 
baked bean can worth of money that he could be applying to rent. So the yeah. fixed pie fallacy is real. <laughs> yes, it's not a fallacy. I'm starving. Well, Help me. The fixed pie. Obviously, the fixed pie is a fallacy because, as we found out earlier in the episode, economics is fake and money is unquantifiable. Let's uh, let's uh, let's let's out that. Uh, I, I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna shut her down, boys. So until next week, keep two purified hands on the wheel. <laughs>